The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've found Destination Love with Shelley Pumphrey. This is not a program about becoming the perfect date or how to get that special someone you've been admiring to notice you. Instead, we'll bring you the science behind how to find love and show how being your true self generally works best. Now, here's your host, Shelley Pumphrey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Destination Love. I am excited to have everybody here today and just want to thank you for joining me again. Um, this week, I we are going to have some fun here today. Um, I am actually bringing back one of my guests that I had on my very first Destination Love show. Uh, for those of you who've followed me from the beginning, this is one of my dear friends, Willow Bradner. Willow is uh, the accidental psychic. And She's the accidental psychic, but she's so very much more. Um, so I wanted to have her come on today because in that first show, she was really there to help um, introduce me and and talk a little bit about what my show was going to be about. And I wanted to have the opportunity to bring her on to really pick her brain on relationships and some of the beautiful wisdom that she has in helping people find love and not only love out in the world, but just getting in touch with themselves and learning how to love themselves more as well. So, Willow, my dear friend, I want to welcome you. Thank um, you. Yay, I'm glad you're here. And I want to give you kind of a proper introduction. So, like I said, Willow is, um, she has branded herself as the accidental psychic. And Willow, I hope you can tell us about why you are the accidental psychic here in a minute. Um, but she's also a Reiki master. She's a psychic medium. Um, also, and I can vouch for this, she's a good time, fun haver. She's an amazing <laughs> mom and wife. And she's a change maker. And she's really, when she says change maker, like, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough because she's really making some huge changes in the world and is bringing some uh, really beautiful products and guidance and classes and, and um, does a lot of dynamic speaking. And so she's got a lot to offer, a lot of wisdom um, that she's trying to put out there into the world. So her message is really um, about use, helping people use their innate intuitive abilities and helping people rediscover their true spirits. Her motto is, it is the truth of who we are that we become the real leaders of our lives. So, Willow, welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so, for the intro. So warm and yeah. fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be warm and fuzzy. Say it again. Know? Do it again. It was so good. I can't wait to <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> it again? Okay. So let's like, first of all, I really want to just start with you sharing a little bit about your story and especially how you became the accidental psychic so that people know who you are and why you do this. What that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've been a hairstylist for 17 years and I had, 
I had always had these moments in my chair doing hair where people would call me the next day or say, how the heck do you know this? You're so smart or gosh, you just know me so well. And I thought, yeah, I really, I'm, I'm pretty smart. That's amazing. I don't know how I knew that. And it had always been been like that for me in all of my relationships where I just download information in this very organic, um, unintentional way. I didn't know that I was psychic. I didn't know that I was intuitive that way. And it really wasn't until my wedding night after copious amounts of alcohol that um, suddenly I we had some sort of unexpected visitors to our wedding. My late grandfather, who I had never met, and my late mother-in-law, who I had never met, started talking through me to my family with such uh, clarity and such validations that we were all left mouths wide open and astounded. And it was after that experience that I started reading more about intuition and psychic mediumship and went out and found myself some some people to help train me and explain to me what was going on. And so I've deemed myself the accidental psychic because in truth, I believe that the power uh, of this ability is in the actual organic unintentional read. And I think it's in the in the release of expectation and letting spirit truly channel and talk through me as they want so much to connect with each of us and they want so much to help us and serve us. And so I act as the, you know, as you do as a therapist, I act as the interpreter between spirit and human. You act as interpreter often between couples or (laughs) helping people to understand their own lives through hearing them and then interpreting back that. For me, I get to respond from a place of spirit. So it's really not that different from being a therapist. Mm-hmm. It's just understanding that I'm I'm channeling an ethereal place that none of us see. <laughs> right. And what I want to just comment on, because um, last week I did a show with one of our mutual friends, Nicolette uh, Vejay, and she, you know, what we started talking about is, well, let me say it this way. What I prefaced the show with was that while a lot of my show is talking about psychology and science, um, there's also a, another side of it. And, you know, we like to laugh and call it the woo-woo side. Mm-hmm. And I always like to kind of say, like, to me, as a therapist, there there's both. And that's just my personal thing. And I, I work with so many people who um, kind of dabble in both worlds. And so I like to bring people from both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, that sounds like you have to be on one side of the aisle or the other. But people who can, who can talk about all of these things onto mm-hmm. my show, because I know I have people who listen that um, are into all of this. So I guess where I'm going with this is if there's people who are listening and they're like, oh, this this girl's weird or she's talking about mm-hmm. talking to dead people or whatever, what I want to say is before you turn off, if you're one of those people, what I would say is just listen. Listen to what Willow has to say because even though she's very clearly putting out what she does, there's so much of this that is innate with, within all of us, mm-hmm. our intuition. And 
she may use the word spirit, but you may know it as something else, or you may just hear it as this little voice inside of you and have a different word for it, or may not even have, you know, maybe you've never even identified it before. But Willow is really good at helping people understand what that means. And um, so don't, if these belief, if her belief system or, or, you know, the way she's describing this doesn't feel like it fits with your, um, you know, your spiritual beliefs, please give it a listen here and hear what she has to say because it's, it, I think she's got a really lovely, beautiful way of helping people get in touch with their inner knowing. Um, and that's regardless of whatever spiritual or religious or non-spiritual or non-religious belief mm-hmm. she may have. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there for a minute. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I would just, I would just back that up with saying that, um, again, this was not something I had ever intended, certainly. And I can say from a purely love standpoint that there is nothing, 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 nothing at all about what I experienced that has any definition less than love. Um, and it's the, it's, it's the highest form of love. You know, it's, any religion can relate to it. So certainly and i personally i am not for as woo as this might sound i'm about the least woo person i know in wooville so <laughs> yes for sure <laughs> oh pretty dang yes. normal okay so yes. so part of why we brought you here is or why i brought you here is because I wanted to to have this conversation about how to use our psychic and intuitive abilities. And again, these are abilities that we all have. Some of us might be more in tune with it than others, but how to use these abilities to help us either attract love or help our current relationships. Um, What can we do with this? Talk to us about it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that that we could go really deep. I'm going to go on the shallow end of it um, and just start with sort of the intuitive aspect, just the initial intuitive hit. And I'll use the round, the, the square peg round hole theory is that when you feel like you're working really hard in a relationship and you feel like it's a square peg and you're just trying to get the square peg into the round hole, that's your intuitive gut screaming, this isn't going to fit. This is not a fit. And my other example in terms of intuition um, in relationship to um, in relationship to relationships is the game of memory. And I believe that we all have sort of a soulmate or soulmates, plural, and it's a matter of feeling them out or seeing the essence of them. I, I look at it as the game of memory, like let's say you have um, – a strawberry card and you're looking for another strawberry card to match it, but you come across a red bell pepper. It looks like a strawberry in some ways and you could certainly Mm -hmm. date the red bell pepper and it might taste pretty good and it might fit with you, but it may not be the perfect fit. And so you have to feel that out and you have to like decide inside yourself if the red bell pepper and the red strawberry, because they're matchy matchy in color, if they're really a match for a long-term relationship, but you mm-hmm. could go forward and put that card down and check another one and get a banana. And you're like, well, heck, strawberry, banana, great smoothie, great combo. We can totally get along for 
for a long period of time. The essence of that really tastes well together and they complement one another. So I really see it as like the physical aspect of the intuition is really looking at it from those perspectives of how does this feel? How does it fit? Does it taste good? Does it feel right in our body? Mm -hmm. Versus like, you know, going and looking in a crystal ball. Nobody can really tell you if this is the right Right. person for you. And certainly anybody who's ever had a friend who said, I don't like that guy or that girl and you should stop dating them. The next move we make intuitively is just show them otherwise. So (laughs) to be clear with our intuition, to be truly honest with ourselves, it's to see which card we pulled, to see if we're trying to shove a square peg in a round hole Uh and to really feel into those places. God, that's such a great analogy. I love that. That makes so much sense. Thank you. Yeah. That's one I've always used. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And I haven't heard you say that one before. That's awesome. So I know that one of the things that you have talked about before is this thing called the 555 plan. Can you talk to us about what that is? Yes, this is pretty much my like score to love. And, and what I mean is, it's it's not a it's not a math equation it's not a perfect system but it's a great idea and that is that if you knew unequivocally without a shadow of a doubt that you were going to meet your person your soulmate your forever in 5 days 5 weeks or 5 months how differently would you live your life how differently would you walk into a room would you be able to sit across from your girlfriends or your guy friends without looking at the door with expectation and hope, imagining that every person who walked in the door was a potential person for you? Like if you knew unequivocally without a shadow of a doubt, would you be able to be present in your life? Would you be able to, to really spend time with yourself and And so for me, that was a question that came up for me. And when I started approaching life from the 555 plan and just really unequivocally knowing that he was going to show up, I did a few things. I got really clear about what I wanted for myself. What were the things that I wanted? This was, in my mind, an invitation because it was the last time I was going to be single. In my mind, the 555 plan was the last time I was going to be single. It was an invitation to get to be me 100% without fear about whether or not he was going to show up or whether or not I was going to meet somebody, but rather this was my last opportunity to be me and to be solo and to be spontaneous and to make decisions like travel the world or make out with random guys or drink too much and have a hangover. What was I going to do and who did I want to be in that time? And that for me was the greatest transition was just this knowing that he Mm. could be here in five days, five weeks or five months. I love that. It's that's like so freeing to just be yourself and be present it's super freeing and it's an invitation and it's really, it's rooted in this idea of our second chakra and to get woo. It's the sacral Mm -hmm. chakra, which is in our sort of female area, ladies, if you're listening. Um, So it's, it's rooted in this idea that that's the seat of our creativity. And so I really look at that as an opportunity for us to be creative about our lives and Mm. really, really, really spend time inventing 
who we are and what we want. And for every minute that you're not meeting your person, if you're feeling like he's not showing up in that 555 plan, imagine it's not a failure or that the universe didn't deliver, but rather, again, an opportunity to explore further into yourself, nurture that part of yourself a little bit deeper. Oh, yeah, I love that. And I'm even thinking like just, you know, how fun it would be to use that. Like even if, let's say you're on a date and you're dating somebody in a relationship and you're, even if it's not, like if you just let go and say, I'm going to just put myself out there, be totally real and raw and authentic because I know that without a doubt that partner is going to be there And whether it's this person that you're on a date with right now, or you're going to put yourself out there and maybe they reject you and it frees up the space because the very next person is going to be that person. I mean, how freeing would that be? For sure. And that's the thing. I think the objective here is to really recognize that your person's showing up. This is an opportunity for you to do you. This is an opportunity for you to be you. And that if you knew unequivocally without a shadow of a doubt that this person was showing up, that means that who you are is exactly all you have to be in this. Yes. And you We're can gonna, really begin to manifest that. Yes. I love it. We're going to, I hate to cut you off here, but we That's have to okay. take a really quick commercial break and we will be back on Destination Love in a minute. experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com have you ever wondered if you're the reason that you are still single are you tired of repeating the same old relationship patterns that end in heartbreak Maybe it's time to get serious about finding love. Love strategist and therapist Shelly Pumphrey can help you break your relationship patterns and find love that lasts. Shelly doesn't teach superficial dating skills. Instead, she helps you shift your entire dating mindset and empowers you with the psychology and science of relationships. Shelly offers several ways to work with her, including her empowered dating course, one-on-one coaching, or a weekend retreat. To learn more about how to work with Shelly, you can schedule a free 30-minute strategy call or learn more about her programs at thelovestrategist.com. That's thelovestrategist.com. Shelly can help you find love. Take the quiz and find out what's keeping you single. Visit thelovestrategist.com today. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Destination Love. To reach Shelley Pumphrey or her guest today, call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Shelley at ShellyPumphrey.com. Now back to Destination Love. Welcome back to Destination Love. You're listening to our guest today, Willow Bradner, the Accidental Psychic. And I had to, you know pause for a moment to take a little commercial break as we do in these shows um, and had to cut Willow off real quick um, but Willow you were talking I mean we were talking about this 555 plan so um, I think where we cut off was just like even just thinking about even if you're on a date with somebody and yeah. you're not you know feeling the groove or something just even putting yourself out there and not caring because you just trust that whether it's this person you're there with or then the next person that you meet in the elevator or wherever that um they're out there well i think the really big deal and and sort of what we were broaching as we were leaving for commercial i just have to go back to is is this idea that when you know unequivocally that they're showing up, it means you have nothing to lose. It right. means you have nothing to lose. And so it's an opportunity, again, in these time frames where you're not meeting your person or you're meeting randos or you're trying to put square pegs in round holes, the clearer you get about the person you want to be with. And when I say clear, I mean that you are looking at their feelings. You're imagining how they feel when when you hug them, when they talk to you. Do they respect you? Um, is this somebody who has a really pretty face? Does he have dark brown hair? What, what do they look like? Have they ever been in love? Have they ever said, I love you? Um, what's their mental health like? What's their relationship to money? How do they feel about their career? Who is your person? And the clearer you get about that, that's like manifestation 101, is that you start almost having a relationship with somebody who's not there yet, but you start calling them in this way. And what's really cool about it is that the clearer you get, the the less you're going to go out on dates with people who don't inspire you. And the more you're going to find people who do inspire you. And the more you're going to be like, uh, it's, a, it's a Friday night. I have the choice of going out with some guy I met on a dating app or... I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriends and have wine because I know that he's showing up. I don't have to put myself out there in this way anymore because he's showing up. And I know it and I'm going to trust that. And I think that's another key phrase in this is that trust. And the trust is that you know unequivocally without a shadow of a doubt that they're going to show up. Period. Absolutely. You know, it's funny, I've been experimenting with this lately and dating and 
decided to experiment with not dating, not looking, and just allowing things to happen. And mm-hmm. it took and it's in that space of trust that it will happen no matter what. And mm-hmm. and just taking the expectation and the, you know, kind of the I don't know, there's the, there's it's almost not a, a job. It's yes, not a job. That's it. Yeah, it's not a job. And when it starts to feel like a job, it's time to take yourself out. And again, it's about taking that time to explore you, to do you, girl, figure out what it is you want, what lights you up, what inspires you. The energy that it takes to date the wrong guy is like going to a job you hate every day. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's so much energy when, when, again, this is a creative, dating and relationships live in your creative center. So if you are dating somebody who's not a fit, who's a square peg, trying to shove it into your round hole, and it's not feeling good and it's not easy, you're robbing your creative essence. Yeah, absolutely. And it's keeping you from doing your higher work, your more purpose-driven work. And so for me, relationship too, and this is a real falsehood, and I'm sure you've spoken about this on your show. We learned when we were kids, so our second chakra is rooted in age 8 to 14. Mm-hmm. So 8 to 14 is when we become our identity. That's when we make choices about who we want to be, 8 to 14. But it's also our hormonal activities. It's when we create who we want to be. But it's also when we start paying attention to our parents and who they really are. And when we start really hearing that, oh, relationships are really hard work. And that, oh, it's not so easy to be in a relationship. It's about the time that mom and dad are usually fighting. They're exhausted. They're working too hard. So you're seeing the ebb and flow of a relationship. And that's what you're categorizing what you're looking for as an adult, which is ironic. I mean, you should not be looking for anybody at 8 to 14, but that 8 to 14-year-old is who is looking for a relationship. Mm, That's fascinating. And so you really have to consider it from that perspective of like, Mm -hmm. my 8 to 14 year old didn't have all the information. Relationships really aren't hard. If you're with the right person, they're really actually very easy. It's the responsibility that we have in our lives that complicate it, that challenge it. But if you're with a person that is easy and fun, then the challenges and responsibilities are just part of everyday life. It doesn't mess up the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. That's, but it's the falsehood we've learned that relationships right. are really hard, and it's they're not. They don't have right. to be. Right. When you're with the wrong partners, it can be hard. For sure. So where, like, I'm just curious where this 555 plan came from. How did you come up with it? I was quite single and um, was... Gosh, I, I had been in a really horrible relationship, one one that was catalytic. And, and what I mean by that is my favorite relationships are the real crap ones because they move you and they wake you up and they make sure you're paying attention. So if you're yeah. in a crappy relationship, just look at it as a catalyst to something better. It's a jumping off point for you. Yes. And after that really crap relationship, I jumped into the just best, kindest, most amazing person in the whole wide world. I called him my temporary tattoo. He was my life preserver. He was the man who came in and sewed up my heart and fixed it after this horrible relationship. But he did another thing. He gave me this opportunity to be friends with him 
whilst making out. And I learned how to be a person in a relationship instead of like Mm. shape-shifting myself into something that I wasn't. And it was around that time period we were we were closing out our relationship and I was asking, you know, the higher ups, which I mean, I was new to all of this. I knew that it existed. I knew that there was something bigger than us. And I talked to the ceiling a lot. And I was talking to the ceiling one night and saying, you know, where is this guy and what does all this mean? And is he ever showing up? And that night I have this dream and I can see the world as if I'm looking down and it's like a maze on a piece of paper. And I can see very clearly my person walking out of a door three blocks away from where I'm standing currently. So I'm getting this bird's eye view that he's literally three blocks away. And it's a matter of timing for us to run into each other. And so I took away from that, this idea, and I don't know how the 555 came in, but I woke up that next morning and those were the numbers I was given five days, five weeks, five months. And as I've learned through training, 555 in the world of spirit, those are the change numbers. Those are the numbers of change. Mm -hmm. And so that means that you're on the path to change. So even if you're considering it from that perspective, 555, you've got five weeks, five days. You can make change in five days. You can make change in five weeks, five months. Imagine who you might be if you stayed on this plan. And so I promptly from that dream really considered my life and really made big changes in my life and made um, lofty, lofty uh, statements to friends that my guy was showing up in five days, five weeks, and five months. And uh, he did. (laughs) He showed up in three months from that statement. And um, he was three blocks away from where I worked. And we had literally spent three years, three blocks away from each other. Oh, my gosh. And met each other in three months. So wow. it wasn't quite the 555 for me. It was the 333, but the, <laughs> but the game is still there. <laughs> yes. Got it. I love yes. that story. So yes. cool. Yes. So what about people who say like that they can't find, they don't find this love in five days, weeks, or months? Like people right. that get again, discouraged by that. It's, a, it's an elusive time frame. And a, again, it's an invitation for every moment we're not with the person we think we want to be with. We're left to create and to invent and to find passion and love in the other avenues in our lives. And we've been gifted this time and spontaneity. And so, I mean, I really look at this as if they're not showing up, is there other things that you could be doing with that free time? You know, can you be getting into your career or your job? Should you be taking up a hobby? Are you meant to be living where you're living? Are you meant to be moving? You know, like, Really consider about you. What do you want? It's an invitation. Don't look at it as you're not good enough because that's where our head goes, right? Nobody will ever love me and I'm not good enough. It's not that. It's an invitation and we just didn't know it. So here, I just want to share with your listeners, guys, it's an invitation. If you're single and worried, don't be. It's an invitation. Yes. Well, and I love how you, you talk about too, like, if you knew that this was the last day or the last week or the last few months of being single, like what would you do that you can't do when you're in a relationship? Like what are all the things that you would cherish? Like, 
I would go to every cry movie again. Every cry movie. I'd eat more popcorn, go to the cry movies, travel. I would make out with randos. I would make out with so many randos. (laughs) And not have sex. I just want to be super clear. Just make out. Just like kiss and hug Uh a rando at a bar. You know, like that's fun. I don't need the rest of it. But like, oh my gosh, now that I'm married and I've been in one for a long time, like what I would give to just like make out again. That was so fun. I should not have wished that away so quickly. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Well, God, and it is just the simple things, like just getting to only think about you. And, um, you know, like, I think like sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I'm so tired. I could go to bed early tonight. Even just dumb things like that. Well, that and leaving the I'm, dishes in the sink or yeah. making making crackers and cheese for dinner. You know, it's right, like right. life is very simple when it's solo. And yes, we live in a society that says solo is bizarre and not allowed and we have to meet a person. So it becomes a job versus what if we were the job? What if loving ourselves and nourishing ourselves was the job and the invitation? I love that idea. I love that that is the job. Like that could be the job. Like. I would feel so much better. I think we all would if we could just have permission to take care of ourselves and not worry about when is this person coming around and what do I have to do to find him or her. Right. And I mean, I think it's interesting with that because I think the other thing that we tell ourselves and each other is that it always happens when you least expect it. And I think that, too, is a falsehood. I think, show me a woman who's not expecting love, and I will show you a liar. So I I think we have to be honest with ourselves that even if we're nourishing ourselves and being creative in this time while, while we're, in essence, waiting for that person to show up, I think that that we can nurture ourselves. And when we find ourselves with that itty bitty crappy committee in our brain telling <laughs> us that, that we're not good enough and we're not good enough for love, if we can take that time and say, ah, but let me see how I can love myself in the meantime and know again, put that trust out there, they're coming. That person mm-hmm. is coming. And again, so that we're super clear, not everybody actually wants a person, by the way. And I think that, too, is part of our societal disorder is that we keep telling everybody that they are not okay if they don't have a person, if they've not been a person. We don't all have to have a person. We don't all have to date. We don't all have to be in love or euphoric, you know, know, fake love. If you're not that person, I just want to tell you, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, and you can love yourself, and you can love your friends, and you can have a dog, and you can love whatever it is, but you don't have to be in love. And if you feel at odds with that, if if every time you listen to one of these, it makes your head roll, it's okay. You don't have to be in love. You can also have permission to just be creative and nurture yourself. Like, love is not the ultimate source of joy and happiness, by the way. That, too, was the lie they taught us. Absolutely. Yeah, like you don't have to have that to be whole, um, but indeed, if it's something that you know that you want, then here are some great words of wisdom. Right, and don't give up. I mean, we yeah. can all find it's there. We can find it, and I do believe in it. And I do. I mean, the best advice I ever got from a psychic before I was a psychic was, "We all meet the person we're meant to meet in this life." Yeah, we all meet the people that we're meant to meet in this life, and so that's for me was such a faithful statement that I lived by from that day forward. Yeah. 
And I agree. Like, I think, you know, even when we look at the worst relationships we've had and the heartbreaks that we've had, if you can turn those into a gift and just look at like, okay, that was there for a reason. And sometimes it takes us a while to get clear on what the reason may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but to just have that expectation and that mindset that it's okay, it's all there. Like, look at the growth, look at what you learn as you go through relationships. And, you know, I know every single relationship I've had, whether it was one date or 10 years of marriage, all of those in between, they've all taught me something about myself and helped me evolve as a human and as a partner. And I'm grateful to every single experience. And I think when people can, um, you know, stay in that kind of thinking space, it can really help you accept what you experience in relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I couldn't say that better, honestly. I, yeah. I'm so grateful for all of the crap relationships I've ever been in. Yeah. They helped they helped me dig deeper. They helped yeah. me really explore myself in ways that I, I maybe wouldn't have. And I think yeah. I think the real um turning point is when you recognize and realize that um that they are uh they're there to mirror back to us. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We're going to end on that note. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Remember, you can find me at thelovestrategist.com. We'll be back in a few. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you ever wondered if you're the reason that you are still single? Are you tired of repeating the same old relationship patterns that end in heartbreak? Maybe it's time to get serious about finding love. Love strategist and therapist Shelly Pumphrey can help you break your relationship patterns and find love that lasts. Shelly doesn't teach superficial dating skills. Instead, she helps you shift your entire dating mindset and empowers you with the psychology and science of relationships. Shelly offers several ways to work with her, including her empowered dating course, one-on-one coaching, or a weekend retreat. To learn more about how to work with Shelly, you can schedule a free 30-minute strategy call or learn more about her programs at thelovestrategist.com. That's thelovestrategist.com. Shelly can help you find love. Take the quiz and find out what's keeping you single. Visit thelovestrategist.com today. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. News. 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 News
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Destination Love. To reach Shelley Pumphrey or her guest today, call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Shelley at ShellyPumphrey.com. Now back to Destination Love. Welcome back to Destination Love. We are talking to Willow Bradner, and we've been talking about her 555 plan, but... um, before we kind of shift the conversation, Willow, is there anything else you want to add about that that we didn't touch on? No, I mean, I think it's just based in this idea that you trust that your person's coming and that you get to really revel in who you are in the time that they're not arriving. Instead of looking at it as a lack situation, look at it as an invitation for you to get to be creative and really dig into the what do you want fact. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I think great, great message. I think something for all of us to live by. Mm-hmm. So I'm dying to kind of transition into another topic because um, this one is one that just makes me crack up every time I hear you talk about it. So <laughs> let's let's talk about three shits. <laughs> <laughs> so I love I love this. I think it's just so poignant. And and if you're in a relationship, moving into a relationship, and this also belongs with co-workers, job, friends. I mean, this goes to every relationship in your life, and that's the three shit program. Is it your shit, their shit, or God's shit? And what that means is we all have a secret box of triggers and landmines that people step on and we rile up and want to get in fights and arguments with our spouses, loved ones, and friends. And nine times out of 10, we've been triggered. It wasn't their fault. They didn't intentionally wake up that morning trying to hurt us or out to get us, but rather it's our shit. It's our shit. And it's such a hard one because, again, nine times out of 10, every fight that you've ever had with a spouse, you can relate back to yourself. You can look in the mirror and go, that was my shit. Mm -hmm. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't get to yell at them anymore when you discover Mm -hmm. what is your shit. And what that means is really taking time and exploring the things we we have a pattern in our lives, a pattern of things that that people can trigger. Like I know for myself, my story is I'm not good enough. And if you say no to me, that means you don't like me and I'm not good enough. I can't ask for help because I'm afraid you might say no and then I won't be good enough and you won't like me. It's this vicious cycle. So should somebody undermine me or even fix my language and tell me I didn't say a word right, it'll send me into that recoil of I'm not good enough and it turns me into a really defensive person. Mm -hmm. But since I've been doing the three shit program, I now, when I feel the defensiveness rising up inside of me and the, the desire to lash out and let them know how they've offended me, I have to look inside and count to three and say, is this my shit or their shit or God's yeah. shit? And it's, it's my stuff. And then I have to go, you know, to my corner and have a timeout and work on it. Um, and then you have their shit, which is, it's the same for all of us. It's based in the idea of 
where we came from and how we got grew, how we grew up and how our parents taught us and the lessons that we learned and the things we took home with us. So if they get triggered, if you step on one of their landmines and they get defensive, you can say, whoops, that's your shit. You go deal with it, not mine mm-hmm. to deal with. And you can walk away a lot easier. The story that I love most with this is um, David Kessler, who's an author. He wrote a book with Louise Hay. He said that he had a friend that was always late for dinner, always late for dinner. And it infuriated him because he would be standing at the restaurant at 7 p.m. waiting for his friend and she would arrive at 7.30. And it just... it. It just irked him beyond words. And so he's telling a friend and his friend says, well, is this your stuff or their stuff? Like, can you fix this? And he went, well, yeah, I can fix this. I can totally fix this. So he started making the reservation for 730 and telling his friend to be there at seven. And then she was always on time and he wasn't pissed off. That's the three ship program. <laughs> Love it. Yes. And the third shit is really, I mean, it's God's shit. And what I would say to that is it's universal. It's the weather. You can't control mm-hmm. the weather. Can't mm-hmm. get mad at the weather either. Yeah. Yeah. And this can work in so many areas, not even our relationships, which just anything. Everything. That's yeah. the thing is it's everything. And I mean, I, it, 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 this message is one that is so deep, but as, as um, David Kessler has said, it's like it's advanced material. This is really advanced thinking. <laughs> because totally. what, it's, what it is in essence is it's taking responsibility for your life, for your actions, mm-hmm. owning up to your shit. And, and I can say this with full, full wholehearted honesty. It's so hard being somebody who's not good enough to take responsibility for their actions because the last thing I wanted was another message that said I wasn't good enough. But the more I've dabbled in this and the more I've played in it and the more I've waded into what is mine and the more I've taken responsibility for myself, I have built up my enough muscle. Instead of feeling like shit, instead of feeling like defensive about stuff, the more I've owned it and the more I have explained it to the people that I've loved to have stepped on these landmines and I've gone to them and I said, gosh, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm super triggered. I don't mean to be defensive, but I have to explain to you how this hurt me and why it hurt me and where it came from so that you can avoid stepping in this again. Mm-hmm. And when I approach it from a level of compassion and a level of honesty, it changes the game and it changes the relationship People laugh. My husband and I, we haven't been in a fight in years. <laughs> wow. Because we know each other's shit. Yeah. I know when he is in a spot. I know when he's triggered. He knows when I'm triggered. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it like adults. We can give each other the space we need to go download that information and process it and work through it. And then we can come back and share with each other what happened. And what we really meant to say, and we can apologize and we can explain what happened without feeling defensive. Like neither of us get defensive and angry at each other because we're taking responsibility for our lives. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that I would say in the 555 plan, make sure you write that down in your manifesto, guys. Make sure you write down somebody who is willing to take responsibility for their actions. Yes. That is something to put at the top of any list because 
there are the victim characters who will never take responsibility for their actions. It is not in their ability. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be with people like that. Mm-mm. Well, maybe you do, but if you want harmonious relationships, maybe not. <laughs> right. I mean, some of us are very attracted to the fixer-upper, and that yeah. seems to be a thing. But if you're in the fixer-upper relationship pattern and you wonder why you're empty, you wonder why you're burnt out, you wonder if anybody's ever going to fill up your cup, you have to really consider it from that perspective. Are you are you in that victim relationship where you are picking fixer-uppers? And if you're ready to transition, yeah. this is a good this is a good spot to to consider transitioning out of that. And to that I'll say again with the responsibility, I think it's really interesting when we come into a relationship. I look at it as um, you're at a you're at a restaurant, and instead of the waiter bringing two glasses of water, they bring one glass of uh, two glasses of water and one empty glass for the middle of the table. And as each partner begins the relationship, one partner, you know, puts a little something in the glass as they mm-hmm. tell the other person how awesome they are. And the next person does the same. And the water glass in the middle of the table is overflowing and abundant at the beginning of every relationship. And then somebody takes the first sip because they need mm-hmm. something. They take the first sip. Yeah. And then somebody else might take a sip. But it's really important as responsible dating slash married adults that we remember to replenish what we're taking, that we remember to provide more agua for the relationship. We have to have that fluidity and we have to replace what we're taking. And so if you're in one of those relationships where the other person is drinking all the water and you just keep filling up the glass, but you're not getting to take a sip out of it. That's really something that you have to consider. And that's a place for you to take responsibility because that's not your shit. It's their shit that they're drinking it, but it's your shit that you keep pouring into it. Yes. It's your shit that you've decided to show up to a relationship where you keep pouring water into an empty glass. And that's a choice and a responsibility that you have to take if you are not enjoying that. If you're not receiving anything in that, that's the choice and and the part where it's actually your shit. You can get mad all you want at the person who's drinking out of the empty glass or the full glass that you keep pouring. Mm -hmm. You can get mad at them, but you signed up for it. Right. I hate to say it. And if they're not forced to take responsibility for it and they don't want to, they're not going to. That's their stuff. So we have to get really clear about what is ours and what belongs to somebody else. Yeah, that you just that's such a great way to explain that because that's such a common dynamic that I see in so many relationships. um, You know, both with women and men. You know, to be, you know, it's kind of this give giver taker kind of dynamic and the one that's always the giver can often be in that victim mode where like, why do they keep, why do I keep having these partners that keep taking and taking and Mm -hmm. taking, you know, Mm -hmm. well take some responsibility for that. Like, why are you in that position? So I, that's such a beautiful metaphor with, um, you know, the cups of water. I think that really can help people understand um, that in a very simple way. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think, I mean, we've all, and just so that there's no finger pointing and that there's real clarity around this, mm-hmm. no one's gotten out of this without playing one of these roles. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. experimented in victim. Everybody yeah. experimented in, in being the taker, frankly. Like, mm-hmm. I think we've all taken taken our turns in these roles but I think the idea is to get to that sovereign place where we can see the good at first where the glass is always half full as they say but in this case the glass in the middle of the table is always half full and both people are providing Mm -hmm. and both people are accepting that somebody might really need to drink more this week and we can yeah. provide for that and trust that they're going to refill and replenish as well. And that's who you want to sign up for. You want to sign up for somebody who's always going to replenish what they're taking out. And you as a person want to be somebody who replenishes what you take out. So I think it's, again, having two responsible people who respect each other and love each other. Yeah, We're going to do that. But when we move into the tit for tat, that's when we're not taking responsibility for our actions. That's when people really do, in my opinion, start drinking mm-hmm. more out of that glass. Yeah, absolutely. They think, they think they're owed. And so they right. take more than they're, they're replenishing because they feel defensive and they feel yucky because they're not taking responsibility. Right. Yeah. I, and I've always liked this concept of, you know, if you feel like you're, you're not getting in your relationship, focus on what you can give. And, you know, of course, if you keep, if you're doing that and then you realize the person's always taking, it's good to get out. Um, So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think it's great. And thank you for sharing all of this wisdom with us. Um, I think anybody who's listened here today can see that um, there's so much here that you have to share. And so we're here uh, nearing the end of the show. And I would love to hear more about how, you know, if anybody's interested in learning more about you or, or how people can work with you, tell us a little bit about where people can find you and what kinds of uh, things you offer, Willow. For sure. So um, you can reach me at willowbradner.com. That's willow, B-R-A-D-N-E-R.com, um, which is on the website. You can look at it uh, on Voice America. Um, I have multiple programs, so you can do the 555 program with me where we walk you through just what that means in terms of love. And then um, I have a manifestation course right now that's available as well on my website, which is free, and you can just learn how to manifest. So as you're working towards um, finding your person, this is just a great experiment, and it's also a great time filler because it really does speak into that what do you want essence of yourself and helps you get creative and start flowing in that in that idea that you that you matter that you count and that this time is yours so um those would probably be the best two spaces that i would recommend is just stop by willowbradner.com and and see what feels right for you and sign up for a package and or get the free downloads and 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 explore me that way Awesome. Yes, I can't uh, recommend Willow enough. So definitely check her out. And um, I just want to mention too that if anybody is uh, resonating with me and would like to check out any of my coaching or uh, my online classes, um, as you know, I often talk about the four love styles and I do have uh, my online courses about the love styles offered on my website at thelovestrategist.com and uh, there's a few different 
packages. You can buy the courses um, as single courses or as a bundle, um, but it can really help you understand uh, understand some attachment-related um, relationship dynamics that happen in all of us. Uh, we all have an attachment style. So please go to thelovestrategist.com and check that out. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And Willow, my deepest gratitude to you for sharing your wisdom with us today. Uh, you have some great stuff here. Thank you. And you guys definitely buy our packages. They're amazing. <laughs> amazing. Get them. <laughs> Thank you. And, and vice versa. Same to you. So thanks everyone for listening. Have a great week. Thank you for making a weekly visit to Destination Love. Please join Shelley Pumphrey again next Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, be brave, be you, be loved. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 